tuning in to the Open Door Ministry Breadcrumbs Podcast with me, your host, Barbara Smith. We are here to share our blog articles with you in an audio format. We know that people are very busy and constantly on the go, but we all still need daily inspiration in our lives. It is our goal to share a few thought-provoking morsels that will challenge you to stay actively engaged in the Word of God. His Word is the bread of life. Caller ID of the Mind by Barbara Smith A patent was filed in 1972 by Theodore George Paraspikos for the invention of caller ID. He had been working on it since 1968. This seems like a long time ago now. As the nature of technology is, it begins in its infancy in a crude form and then continues to be improved upon. Controversy surrounded his ideas for decades. The thought of blocking people you did not want to speak to or forcing them to unblock your number was a foreign concept in those days, even well into the late 1980s and early 1990s. It was a feature that you could purchase on a land home phone, if anyone is still familiar with those, and it was known as caller ID. It was thought to be well worth the extra cost by those who were forward thinkers. It comes standard on cell phones these days, and we would not expect anything different. It is second nature to us now. Caller ID acts as a filtering or screening device so that you can know who is calling or has called you if you want to call them back. It also was used in making the decision as to whether you wanted to answer the call or not, or whether you would answer even if you didn't want to. This was considered rude as previously stated. However, it was a personal choice. You were the one paying for this feature on your phone, after all. It was also a way of preparing you for who might be on the line. If it said private, it would raise suspicions. It could be a telemarketer or a fraud call, and you could choose if you wanted to answer or at least be prepared if you did. It could be your mother-in-law or an annoying friend, and you could choose to answer or not, and be prepared ahead of time if you were going to answer that one as well. If you did answer out of curiosity or courtesy, you would still maintain the option, because it's your phone, to say no to whatever they are trying to peddle and hang up, or just cut the conversation short and hang up if it is a friend or relative that's aggravating you. We have come a long way technologically. Most households do not even have a landline or home phone anymore, and it is a foreign concept to most young people. However, caller ID is still with us, so much so that if you were not careful, we could miss an important call. For instance, if you had applied for a job, you must turn off the call blockers on your phone or at least answer all of the calls because you do not know what number that employer will call you from and you could forfeit your opportunity for an interview or miss your chance for the job altogether if you do not answer. There could be emergencies that arise and if you do not answer the phone you may 
not get the important news that is on the other end. You must drive the technology, not be driven by it. Use it wisely. Do not follow all of the latest trends. This is ill-advised because you can end up going down a rabbit hole that you cannot find your way out of. In our walk with God, His Spirit renews our minds and can function as a caller ID for us. It leads and guides us and lets us know who it is that is trying to interject things into our lives and whether we should answer that call per se or not. Romans 12 verses 1 and 2 state, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. It becomes our call blocker or spam detector, but we still have control over the decisions we make. God does not force us to do anything we do not willingly want to do. But we listen to Him and obey Him because we know it pleases Him and it keeps us from pitfalls and telemarketers, you could say, who are trying to sell us a bill of goods, spiritually speaking. Romans 8 verses 6 through 9 says, For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Because the carnal mind is enmity against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. So then, they that are in the flesh cannot please God, but ye are not in the flesh, but in the Spirit. If so be, the Spirit of God dwell in you. Now if any man hath not the Spirit of Christ, he is none of his. Our carnal mind causes death physically and spiritually now and in the future because we listen to the wrong directives that lead us down faulty paths to destructive choices and behavior. By listening to the Spirit, we can have life both physically and spiritually now and in the future. Because of listening to the voice of God, we will make wise decisions which will lead us to peace and contentment in our lives. The Spirit allows us to mature in the Lord, and as we do, we learn to detect the red flags or dangers that are coming our way, just as the caller ID will be our filter and show us who is on the other end. This helps us please God daily, even when no one else is around. Just as a new cell phone or device, when we first receive the Spirit, there may be a learning curve to see what new cool features there are and how that they can be useful to us and be individualized to us. We learn these things about the Spirit through the study of His Word. No matter the stage of your spiritual walk with the Lord, how old you are or how educated you may be, there are still daily choices to be made. Once you have heard the voice of the Lord and your mind begins knowing how to process information through the filter of the Holy Ghost, you still have the choice as to what to do with the information you've gleaned. Do I answer this call? Do I look at this video? Do I go here? Do I go there? 2 Corinthians 6.17 states, Wherefore, come out from among them, and be ye separate, saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you and will be a father unto you, and ye shall be my sons and daughters, saith the Lord Almighty. As a new believer, when you are born into your new family of God, you have a new identity, a new phone number, 
and you begin to take on the new family traits. You begin to become recognizable as a child of God through allowing His Spirit to shine through you. Hebrews 12, 14, and 15 state, Follow peace with all men and holiness without which no man shall see the Lord. Looking diligently, lest any man fail of the grace of God, lest any root of bitterness springing up trouble you and thereby may be defiled. This brings us to another question. What if I answer a call that I did not mean to, or my curiosity got the better of me? What should I do? Ephesians states in chapter 4, verse 26 and 27, Be angry and sin not. Let not the sun go down on your wrath, neither give place to the devil. You will know the moment you answer that call that it is spam, a trick, or a fishing expedition, but it will be up to you to determine how far you will be reeled in. You have to learn the lesson of saying no and learn how to give an answer for your faith, as 1 Peter 3:15 and 16 tell us. But sanctify the Lord God in your hearts and be ready always to give an answer to every man that asks you a reason of the hope that is in you with meekness and fear, having a good conscience, that whereas they speak evil of you as of evildoers, they may be ashamed that falsely accuse your conversation in Christ. Do not be afraid to block calls from those who are toxic. They are not contributing anything wholesome or good to your life. If we do slip up, have no fear. We can delete those annoying calls and their influences. This can happen to all of us on occasion when we are caught unaware. 1 John 1 verses 8 through 9 states, If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. By using the Spirit as a filter or caller ID for our lives, we can have peace in our hearts and minds. Our emotions, thoughts, responses to adverse situations, and daily decisions we make will conform to what will please the Lord. We can have the peace that Philippians 4 verse 7 tells us about. And the peace of God which passes all understanding shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Webster's Dictionary tells us that peace is a state of tranquility or quiet, harmony in personal relations, freedom from disquieting or oppressive thoughts or emotions. These things and more the Lord gives us, so much so that oftentimes we may be astounded and not even be able to believe that we have such peace when our circumstances around us have not changed one iota. There may still be turmoil all around you, but the Lord keeps our hearts and minds in peace. This feature comes standard to every child of God who follows the Spirit. No extra charge. Jesus has already paid the bill in full. Who is it that keeps dialing your number? Is your filter, your caller ID on? Are you listening to the Spirit of the Lord? What choices are you making in your life? Now is the suitable time to go into your system's updates and let the updates run its course. Do not push that delay button or reschedule for tomorrow.
The best time to be running on a fresh, newly updated system is right now. You do not want glitches or missed calls from the master. You do not want spam calls to sneak in. It is your device. You have control over it. So update it today. Thanks for joining us today. We trust you have been nourished and blessed. Always remember the Lord is faithful and His mercies are new every morning. Until next time, God bless.